0: How do I use creative zone modes to help me take photos? Hi and welcome to episode 108 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, I do need your help. I need your questions to answer. More on this at the end though. Here is the answery bit. The creative zone modes in photography give the photographer creative control over the photos that they take. The creative zone modes are aperture priority, shutter priority, manual mode and program. Each of the creative zone modes can help photographers take photos in different situations with different subject matters. In the creative zone modes, the user sets some or all of the camera settings to achieve the look and exposure that they want for a photo. Okay, so that is the answer. The creative zone modes are more advanced modes than the basic modes. I'll talk about the basic zone modes in the next episodes. Now, I know I should have sort of got these um, the other way around, but it it will make sense, honest. It was only when I'd finished writing this one that I realised that I should have done the basic zones first. We'll get there, don't worry. Right, so where am I coming from? Well, I'm writing this as the user of a Canon 6D, which is fairly representative of the creative zone modes for the Canon ecosystem. Well, it was when I bought the camera anyway. Apologies if you use a different camera system, but I do teach what I do and know rather than just research something in Google and tell you stuff that you could have found out by doing the same yourself. My podcast is, like I say, based on what I do and what I know. And I'm going to try and stop saying okay so much in this episode. Right. Let's remind ourselves what the creative zone camera modes are on the Canon 6D program or P aperture value AV or aperture priority, yes, these are one and the same. Time value, TV, or shutter priority, yes, these are also one and the same. Manual, I think I mentioned program, but if I didn't, program or P. Right, these are the four, and you will find something pretty similar on most camera systems. Well, you'd expect so, wouldn't you, if you think about it, considering the exposure triangle is the exposure triangle, as in the relationship between the three things in the triangle, aperture, shutter and ISO. How do you use creative zones to help you take photos? I'm going to tell you that right now. Let's start with the easy one, program or P. The camera sets the aperture and the shutter speed. I use this when I'm out and about taking photos for pleasure, for personal stuff, stuff where I'm not working for a client. Stuff where I can't be bothered worrying about stuff. I just want to take photos and enjoy it. With program, the camera chooses the aperture and the shutter speed to give the correct exposure for the ISO that has already been set. Now, what I'd written here was, the camera chooses the aperture and shutter speed to give the correct ISO for the exposure of the composition that I'm photographing. I actually wrote that. To be clear, the camera chooses the aperture and shutter speed to give the correct exposure for the ISO that I have set when I'm taking a photo. Blimey, that was a fundamental error, wasn't it? That's a, a worry. Now uh, This is effortless photography, like I said, and doing this gives me a sense of freedom. I actually enjoy using program mode. And on the Canon 6D, there's a thing called program shift where you rotate a dial and the aperture and shutter speed combination change, allowing you to quickly choose the camera settings that you want, which is excellent. Program mode does not choose the ISO for you. You have to do that. And if the camera can't give you the correct exposure, it will tell you. If the longest shutter speed with the largest aperture is giving an underexposed image, or if the fastest shutter speed and the smallest aperture are giving an overexposed image, the camera will tell you by flashing lights that you need to change the ISO. And yes, I had to check these to make sure I got them the right way round, which considering the error I made earlier on is completely understandable. That's pretty much it. I'll compare program to full auto in the next episode because there is a, a, a number of differences. Next one, aperture value, AV or aperture priority. Different names, same thing. You set the aperture, the camera sets the shutter speed. I use this all the time on my commercial work. How can this help? Well, there are two... Thi- two... <laughs> Well, there are two key things that you can dial in here. First is the amount of depth of field. What is depth of field, I hear you say? Well, to be honest with you, it's a misleading term, depth of field, and one that I will explain in a future episode. Depth of field is actually the amount of a photo that's sharp, or the amount of a photo... That is not sharp, and we're talking from front to back here. Now, the depth of field depends on... I say, of course, here, but it's not that obvious. The the depth of field depends on the focal length used and where you're pointing the camera in the scene. But the point here is that in AV mode, you select the aperture which determines the depth of field. The other thing that is determined by the aperture is the quality of the image capture. All camera lenses have a sweet spot, a sharp aperture, and there's a loss of quality at maximum and minimum apertures. Now, this is optical stuff that happens with, I'm pretty sure this happens with every lens. Every lens has got its best bits and its worst bits. Now, the worst bits might be brilliant, but the best bits are the best bits, and that's the bit that we want to use, isn't it? So if you want the highest quality image, you have to select the aperture that gives you this. Easy to find out. Just go on onto the Google and you can find that one. Okay, so who uses AV, aperture priority, whatever it's called? Well, I do. So that's architectural photographers, landscape photographers, portrait photographers. It's anyone for whom depth of field is the priority, along with quality of image capture. Time value, TV or shutter priority. You set the shutter speed and the camera sets the aperture. A fast shutter speed to freeze the action or a slow shutter speed to blur stuff. This is what shutter priority is for. It's using the shutter speed and the subject to create the photo you're after and the camera sets the aperture that gives the correct exposure. Who uses this? Well, anyone can, although an architectural photographer like me is much less likely to use it than a sports photographer. But a wedding photographer might use it shooting handheld in low light to get sharp images. Because as I said before, sharp images with a bit of noise are better than blurry images. So you've got to get sharp images. So you need a fast enough shutter speed. Manual, you set the aperture and the shutter speed. In my opinion, everyone should learn how to use manual mode. But as to who uses it? Well, anybody who wants to have full control of the camera settings. I'll come on to this in a minute. That is what many people say, but more on that in the talk a bit. Talking of which, here it is, the talky bit. Why are there so many different modes? Well, I asked this question last time. There are so many variables of cameras, and then if you chuck into the mix the variables called what you're taking a photo of, and the light, and other stuff at the time, and the variables become, well, they seem pretty much endless. But the exposure triangle has got the three elements, aperture, shutter, and ISO. And the creative zone modes have been created to help photographers take photos. Let's not forget that. As to what they're called, AV, aperture value, aperture priority, well, they all mean the same. I tend to use the term aperture priority, which is it's the more universally recognised term, but they're all the same. It doesn't really matter. You just don't get confused by them. They're all the same. There's no need to pigeonhole here. As a photographer, you need to be aware of these different modes and use the one that helps you get the best photos at that time of that subject. I don't use shutter priority much, as I tend to photograph buildings with my camera on a tripod. My priorities are quality and depth of field. But if I was shooting a building with a river running by it that I might want to blur out, the river, that is, not the building, I... (laughs) I could go to shutter priority, but then again, I can use aperture priority to get a slower shutter speed. And as for manual mode, sure, it's important to understand how to use it, as we all may come across difficult lighting conditions where we need manual mode. And understanding manual mode properly means that we understand the exposure triangle, but I want to say this. If you use manual mode and just use the aperture and shutter combination that the camera tells to give you the correct exposure, you're not that far from aperture or shutter priority, or even program mode are you so manual mode is not the absolute be all and end all manual mode is merely a tool to be used when needed and the other modes are equally valid if someone says you have to use manual mode to be a proper photographer tell them what i've told you just now okay or send them in my direction because i hate people who say that i know hates a strong word but i don't like it what do I do? For my commercial work I use aperture priority. I choose the aperture having already set the ISO and the camera selects the correct shutter speed. F8 gives me the highest quality images and also the amount of depth of field that I need for my go to length <laughs> for my go to focal length of 17 mm on my Canon 17 to 40 mm lens. And for my personal work I may use program mode. I might stick with aperture priority. I might use manual mode. It just depends how I feel. But I'll say it again, all these modes are equally valid. There is nothing wrong with using program mode if that's what you prefer. I just want you to learn how to use manual mode so you understand what's going on. Big takeaway, use a creative mode that works for you. And no, you do not have to use manual to be a real photographer. Related episodes. Plenty of good stuff that you can catch up on if you missed it. Episodes 100 to 107 are all about camera settings. Blimey, I've, I've gone off on one a bit here, haven't I? What have I covered? Well, why are there so many camera settings? Camera settings that you can set and forget. Camera settings you can change without taking photos. Things you set for each photo you take. 10 camera settings for beginners. Let's keep things nice and simple. Do you want to know the 20 camera settings that I use? Program mode, creative mode... All sorts of good stuff. It's all up there on the website. Have a look. Next episode, Photography Explained podcast episode 109. Basic zone camera modes or creative zone modes. Which should I use? Mm, Which indeed? Shout out. Well, shout out once again and disappointingly is to me. Why not? Get your question answered. This is what my podcast is all about, answering your photography questions. So please get in touch with your question. And not only will I answer your question, but I will give you a shout out on the episode, which is nice and better than me giving a shout out to me, which is something I'm going to have to take out my script because I can't read it. Just head over to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Okay, I'm done. Thank you very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. It says here. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out the podcast website, which is photographyexplainedpodcast.com. This episode was brought to you by me. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me, I don't know, 10-ish minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight-talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.